This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masala with the RidingStoneWorld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast. Hosted by... My name is Terry Combs RG. Regular guy. And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and uh, trying to, to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time. Seek to understand before I try and make myself understood. Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. Welcome into the show today. It is Friday, November 18th, 2022. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at OurSuccessGroup.com. As you'll note, it's just me today, but uh, we've got two great guests joining us in just a moment. Terry is away on vacation, so... uh, He's probably enjoying a adult beverage somewhere right now on a beach uh, with some beautiful weather in the background. Uh, so we can uh, be mad at Terry later on. But uh, no, uh, <laughs> Terry, well deserved break for Terry. Uh, so today is our quarterly women in garment decorating episode, and uh, I am really excited to uh, welcome in two amazing guests here. I've got Kristen Lanzaroni and Ann Crum, who will be joining us here in just a little bit to discuss the Women in Print Alliance. And uh, I was actually fortunate enough to be able to meet Ann out at the Printing United Alliance in, in Las Vegas. So uh, see what they saw out there at that event. And, and this is going to be a really great uh, show. I Just pre kind of email exchange with them. These two are incredible people, so uh, I think we're all going to learn a lot here today, and, and I'm really excited about that. Uh, we've got some uh, folks checking in with us this morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and uh, thank you. Yep, good Kingsbury Crafts and Ramona. <laughs> Ramona's here for the dad joke. <laughs> all right, I'll do my best. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, one got popped in there for me. So, uh, Amanda, hello, good to see you. And uh, Amanda, thank you for the invite or for the introduction to Anne as well. Um, and Stephen, good morning. Awesome. Okay. Well, uh, we have been doing a, a new news segment, and um, we had uh, we've got a, a new segment coming up here. We've got uh, Cassie from the Apparelist joining us here. So let's dive right into that, and uh, then we can get into uh, the rest of the show here. So Eric, whenever you're ready. <laughs> Cassie Green from The Apparelist here. Just want to give another big thanks to Aaron, Terry, Eric, everybody at Two Regular Guys for again having us this week to read some headlines. I'll make it short and sweet this week, guys. Um, First headline, Pillsbury's holiday sweater incorporates the iconic Doughboy laugh. Uh, This holiday sweater was released at the beginning of this month in November, and it is already sold out, but we're talking about it anyway. This is just a great example of how more and more companies are using apparel as a marketing tool. And it's frankly quite genius. Not only does it elevate the typical holiday sweater because it's interactive, you can download the uh, great Pillsbury holiday recipes, some fun holiday games just by scanning this sweater. But it's also really neat because it plays on nostalgia. I think that as soon as I read that headline, all of you probably heard the Pillsbury Doughboy laugh in your heads, right? Um, So this is really cool. And I think that apparel decorators should take note. Um, When you're working with your clients to create really cool apparel, elevate it. Use the tools that we have. Use the technology that we have available to us. Go beyond the left chest logo. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but there are some really cool ways to make apparel 
speak to people, to really create a personal connection. And this is just one example of how to do that. Second headline I want to talk about this week is um, the Portland Trailblazers. That's an NBA team. They released a special edition uniform. It's the city edition uniform, and it features a pattern from the Portland airport carpet. Um, I don't know about all of you, but it's not exactly high on my priority list when I'm walking through an airport to look down at the carpet and notice the pattern. I 100% have no idea what the carpet looks at like at the Denver International Airport. But this carpet actually has a cult-like following. People love it. They will tag it on Instagram. They will talk about the cool patterns. So why not incorporate that and really get the city going, right? Um, unfortunately, right now, it has been ripped out of the airport due to renovations, but they're bringing it back. However, again, just like the Pillsbury sweater, this really goes to show you how you can elevate your apparel for your clients. Take a local icon and incorporate it in a design. It will really speak to people on a personal level. Final headline I'm going to talk about this week is Champion is hosting a hoodie swap tomorrow, November 19th, the hoodie swap. If you go over to apparelist.com, you can get a full list of participating locations. Um, you can take a pre-owned Champion Pretender hoodie and swap it in for a brand new one. But I think that the real story here is um, actually on the sustainability level. Champion is taking all of those swapped out sweaters, all of the pre-loved sweaters, and donating them to Refried. Refried is a sustainable lifestyle apparel brand that takes recycled fabric and turns it into handcrafted garments. It's no secret that the apparel industry has not exactly been known for its sustainable practices, but we are making waves. Someone said to me yesterday that sustainability is no longer an up and coming trend, but an adapt or die business model. Apparel decorators, take note. That's everything I got for uh, this week, guys. Uh, again, head over to apparelist.com if you want to get a complete list of headlines and uh, looking forward to being on a future episode. Thanks, guys. All right, Cassie, thank you so much. We appreciate uh, you sharing all that great news. And again, make sure that you guys are signed up for that uh, Perilous newsletter. Tons of great information. And, and Cassie does a video each week, too. And uh, it's really, really good. And um, in fact, uh, she even had me on it, uh, you know, so that part didn't make it good, but her, her videos makes it great. So <laughs> um, one last quick news note reminder, I guess, would be the the appropriate thing here. Uh, the voting is open for our annual. This is the 10th annual Reggie Awards, and that voting is open. So if you head over to tworegularguys.com forward slash Reggie's, that will take you there. Uh, or if you just head over to the website, tworegularguys.com, you'll see a banner at the top, little red button that says vote here. Click on that and uh, get your votes in. We've had a, a ton of voting happening already, so uh, look, looking good, but uh, get in there and and, uh, and place your vote. So, All right. Well, Ramona said she was here for the dad joke, so uh, let's make sure that we get that covered. We don't want to be remiss with that. All right. So what do you call a detective electrician? Sherlock Holmes. All right. It is a dad joke. Lots of head shaking. Yes, indeed. All right. <laughs> uh, I cannot take credit for that one, though. So, all right. Well, 
Before we do dive in here to with our guests in just a moment, uh, we do want to thank everybody that is checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast, and we are always looking for new guests and, and topics that you guys want us to cover. So if you or anyone you would know would like to join us, just head over to Calumly.com forward slash Two Regular Guys, and uh, you can actually grab a, a spot on the show, or uh, there's information in there about how to just let us know, you know, talk to these people. I want to learn about this whatever so again just go to calumly.com forward slash two regular guys and check that out um, if you are listening to the podcast version of our show uh, even if you're listening to the live version go over to our podcast version wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, we really would appreciate you uh, giving us a review we, you can find us on any of the major podcast players apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, amazon podcasts Pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast, you will find the two regular guys there. And uh, so make sure that you give us a review, let people know what uh, what you like and, and even don't like about the two regular guys. Also, we'd appreciate it if you would share this. Uh, just take a quick moment here to share this out with uh, the rest of your social media following or, or just uh, let people know how they can become regulators just like you guys that tune in every week are regulators. So um, we appreciate you guys all being here. Thanks for everybody tuning in. And um, let's hear, before we get to Ann and Kristen, let's hear a quick word about a new program that I got set up uh, called Consult With Me. So check it out. Hello, small business owners. So are you tired of wasting your money on shiny objects or listening to those gurus tell you how they made their fortune, yet it doesn't seem to work for you? It's time to take your business to the next level my name's Aaron Montgomery, and we've got some awesome resources. Head over to coachosg.com to check it out. Just need five minutes of quick advice? Use the AME. Are you working on your business plan? Let me utilize my 40 years of experience and help you look for new perspectives. Having a hard time pricing your products? Are you out there on Facebook saying, what should I charge for this? Let me give you some ideas and help you find the right price. Are you tired of being a goal setter and never actually reaching your goals? Well, why don't you become a goal getter? Sign up here and we'll figure out how to set that goal correctly and then hold you accountable. I take a lot of pride in supporting people just like you. I'm incredibly excited to support you, cheer you on, and lead you to your idea of success. <laughs> All right. Well, I'd love for you guys to check that out over there at coachosg.com and uh, just tell me what you think. Some new new programs, uh, some ways to maybe help people get started. Maybe they're not quite ready for the Our Success Group membership quite yet, but uh, those are some great ways to kind of get started and see how uh, the Our Success Group and, and, and I can help you out. So, all right. Well, let's, let's get into what we're here for here, everybody. We've got uh, two great folks here joining us. We've got Ann and Kristen going to be joining us in just one second here. Um, they are super accomplished they are amazing people so we're not going to lead in with this big long crazy bio um what we're going to do is we're just going to welcome them in we've got ann crumb with uh, phoenix inkjet and color solutions she's the executive director over there and then we've got Kristen lazaroni with Rapstar pro welcome in you guys thank you so much for being here today i was going to ask you guys to introduce yourself so um let, let me start there and can you just give us a little bit of the the background what uh 
what brought you to the industry? Tell us about your time in the industry so far. And and I guess one thing to preface before I stop talking here is to make sure everybody's clear that, you know, this is the Two Regular Guys podcast. We kind of hang out in that garment decorating space. These two amazing young women are from the greater printing space. So give us a little bit of that taste, Anne. So tell us a little bit about you. Great. Um, first, I really want to thank you, Aaron, for having us on the show. It, it's amazing that a chance opportunity at a trade show could lead to something like this. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, really honored to be here. Um, my time in the industry is pretty much like everybody else's. We get here, a lot of us, by chance. By sideways, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started out um, working for a major OEM okay. in the commercial print space. Um, ink on paper and high speed, um, continuous inkjet. So my, my job there was basically the ink complaint department. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was hired as an ink specialist and in doing that, I got to hear all the customer complaints. I got to solve all their problems, but at the same time, I got to learn all the ins and outs of inkjet at the same time. Um, it was a really interesting experience and I became completely and utterly hooked. Uh, to print through that. Um, from there, I went uh, and worked for a couple of third-party ink companies. And in that space, I learned that you can print on a lot more than just paper. Hmm. Um, coming from the commercial side, it was all ink on paper. And I never hmm. even gave a thought to where print really goes. I was young at the time. And you know, you, you kind of get in your space and you get down one path. And, and I, I suddenly realized you could print on anything. And it was really exciting. Um, after that, I went to work for another major OEM in the wide format area, or as some people like to call it, the grand wide format area. Okay. And that gave me an opportunity to work in yet another area of print. So it was really exciting. Um, in 2014, I started my company, Phoenix Inkjet and Color Solutions. And... The goal there was to give customers better status, best, better customer service than what I thought they were receiving by the companies I had previously worked for. Yeah. Um, a lot of those companies thought we're really good at this. And I thought, well, you're not that good at it because I'm constantly trying to push you to be better. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, you know what, let, let me see if I can do this. So um, that's what we do today. Phoenix is a growing worldwide company. Um, we have two production facilities and I'm currently working on opening the third nice. and um, we're a small company. So being small, we're pretty nimble. Um, so we kind of give our customers as much customer focus as we possibly can. My goal is for every customer to feel like they're the only customer. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. What an incredible journey. Thank you for sharing that. All right, Kristen. So first off, how badly did I butcher the last name? Uh, not too bad. You're <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> okay, I'm in the ballpark. All right. Well, yeah. tell us about tell us about you, your time in the industry. What what uh, brought you to where you're at right now? Okay. Well, thank you again, um, and for inviting me with you on this podcast. And Aaron, I love what you guys do for the industry. This is amazing, and we need more of this. Um, so, a little bit about me. I started my basically uh, wide format vehicle wrap business in 2013. Um, completely self-taught. I went to school to be a police officer. It's nothing what I do today has anything to do with college at all. Um, so I had a media marketing business before this in motorsports. So this is where it kind of led me into the vehicle reps. Um, 
I mostly did motorsports cars uh, for the first two years, and then I started incorporating commercial, and I fell in love with the commercial fleets and doing windows, walls, and floors, as well as um, architectural wraps. So like this uh, wood finish right here, yeah. that's actually vinyl, and you oh. can um, actually wrap a desk, a door, a wall in that, and it feels like wood. It's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, so since then, my company has completely grown pretty good in 2020. It was very fortunate during COVID. Um, I picked up my largest contracts through there and I became my uh, first time as an employer. So I have two installers that work for me. Nice. I still do all of the print design um, and production, as well as I do travel around the country to be an installer for um, some large jobs like Walmart distribution centers through one of my buddies. Um, now, this year, I launched a training facility. So it's a universal training facility in my space um, where I basically am going to do training stuff for pressure sensitive adhesives. So anything from vehicle fleet, windows, walls, and floors, um, resurfacing films, tent. I want to bring in tent. I want to do paint protection film, uh, window films that are like uh, 3M Fasara, which is like the dusty crystal looking stuff. And I know what I'm talking about. So not like garment industry, but that's OK. Um, and then I also brought in embroidery into this um, into my space this year. So this is like my favorite jam is like in, embroidery. I don't want to do any screen printing. I'd rather do. embroidery. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. it's a little bit about me. Um, that's awesome. So whatever you can do, get more people in the industry. That's what I'm all about. I love it. I love it. And training and, and the whole thing. So you said embroidery. Eric's ears perked up. He's like our embroidery guy. So he's been, uh, yeah, anyhow. Um, that, that's so cool. I mean, it's amazing. And and like you just talked about there, Kristen, right? It might not be direct, right? We're in t-shirts or whatever. But our industry as a whole, you know, that was what Printing United was all about, kind of this convergence of, of everybody together. And so this is, a, I think, a perfect opportunity because all those cool things that you were just talking about, I know a lot of people are listening now either have clients that are interested in, you know, how do we collaborate? How do we partner? How do we learn more? How do we grow? So I love that. Awesome. Well, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears just, just a hair first. And then I, I want to learn more about that. I want to figure out how we can connect more on that here in a bit, but um, and you and I kind of were introduced, you were there to have a conversation, uh, with, um, with Amanda and, um, I just so happened to be sitting there <laughs> in the way really probably, but, uh, women in print Alliance, this is, uh, something that uh, I've learned more about here since our meeting and stuff like that. But, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about that organization, kind of its purpose, uh, its its origin story, how it started. I, I got to hear this, but I want to have everybody else hear this too. <laughs> right. So um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to read this part just so I don't get it right, wrong. Yeah, that's um, perfect. Because we, we, um, we want to make sure that we're giving the right message out to the yeah. women who might be interested in um, learning more about the Alliance. Yeah. So the Women in Print Alliance is a new membership organization aimed at addressing the gender gap in the print industry and advocating for women at every stage of their career in print. So that's the broad sure. stroke of it. Um, how did it start? Well, like all good stories, it started in a bar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you guys me, could tell this is why Ann hit, and I hit it off so quickly, right? The beer and chicken wing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, I was at ISA in uh, 2015, and this was when I was working for that grand wide format OEM. 
and one night I went out with my colleagues, who happened to be all men, of course, and we met a, a woman who, at the time, um, Printing United Alliance was actually um, SGIA. Yeah. So that particular night, I, I met a woman who worked for SGIA, and we completely hit it off. Um, she's a really good friend of mine, and we got to talking, and somehow the conversation shifted to women being a minority in our industry. Yeah. And we, I don't even know how long we talked because we met, it was really late. Um, but she called me up a few months later and she said, Hey, do you remember that conversation we had at the bar at ISA? And I said, well, yeah, of course. And she said, well, SGIA wants to spearhead taking that on. And I said, really? And she said, do you want to be a part of it? And I said, well, of course, absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much for calling. This is really cool. Yeah. So, um, I'm sure that she and I were not the only two talking about it that particular point in time. It just happened to be that was, for me, how the conversation started. Yeah. I'm very confident that SGIA and the folks at SGIA were already having these conversations. Um, but it was really nice to see it all come together into a vision of something that, that we might be able to put together. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And such a great story. That That's really how two regular guys started, too. So just sitting around a bar having a conversation. So yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Kristen, you're a part of this as well. You're part of the advisory council with Ann. So um, I, let me ask Kristen first, uh, what what does it kind of mean to you to be a part of this? Um, can I give you a little backstory? I yeah, was, please, please. When I uh, was trying to get certified through PDAA, which is an installer uh, committee through Printing United, obviously it was SGIA back then. Yeah. I wanted to get on the board or at least the committee, like how can I get involved and give back into the industry? Yeah. Um, at that point in time, I had I had missed the closed door to uh, submit my request to be on the committee. So they, I got a phone call from SGIA at that point and said, hey, we have developed a new alliance and I think you should be a part of it. And I was like, hey, whatever I can do to help out, that's all I want to do, right? Yeah, yeah. That. And I was like, well, what is it? And they're like, well, it's women in print. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm totally it. What can I do? And so um, so we all had this Congress committee back in uh, Fort Lauderdale. And I was like kind of a little nervous because I don't know anybody. And it was the greatest time. I got to meet Anne. She is so amazing. I love her. And I wish we lived closer because um, we would hang out all the time. But anyway, um, what does it mean to be a part of women in print? I feel it's the meeting other women in the industry is important. We get yeah. to kind of network, kind of like what Ann and I do. Um, and we get to learn about each other and what um, what we all do in the industry because it's so huge. Like I do vehicle reps and, you know, some people do labels and I'm like, ah, labels. Like I didn't even, didn't even occur to me. Like I was like, duh. You know, it's just learned a lot about what other people do in the yeah. printing industry. And um, with that, I get to learn from other people or how they run their business or how they do um, certain things in their professional job because they may not be business owners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I'm all about helping women, how to bring them into the industry. How can we do that? And what can we do as a group to do that? And that's where Printing United Alliance, um, you know, Women in Print is the place to be. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds sounds incredible. Well, and so you you gave us kind of the history, but you know, yeah. now that you're you're to this point with it, really, you know, can, what does that mean to you? What what has been um, kind of that? Wh why keep going? Um, 
I feel like with Anne, like if she started in the very beginning. Like yeah. I came in right when it was formed as an alliance. And gotcha. I feel like I cannot give up. Like I want to give my all to this group. And what can I do to help? Please tell me. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anne, I feel like you're kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. But Anne, what about your perspective? My perspective, um, it might be a little bit different because what I do in print is different than a lot of the women that I collaborate with and work with. Um, I'm actually a supplier and I don't print, um, which makes me a little bit different. I'm also an engineer by education, um, which automatically on day one put me in the realm of male dominated um, industry, no matter what career path I chose. So for me, I have been through so much um, through my entire career, even when I was in school, that being the only woman or one of very few women, I, I've learned so much that I would really love the opportunity to provide an opportunity for other women to have a mentor or someone that they can talk to or go to, to kind of have some feedback about, hey, how do you deal with this? And what do you do with this? And how do you handle that? And there are a lot of women out there that have so much knowledge from having been in our industry for so long that we really want to drive that forward and give that opportunity. So for me, sticking with the Alliance, working with the Alliance is about what does the picture look like down the road? And that's what I see. Yeah. Yeah. So, and remind me when this got started again, approximately. Uh, I think it was probably maybe 2015, 2016 that we started conversations about it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So, so what that gives us, what, about eight, eight years, eight, nine years, maybe something like that, seven years um, in, in that realm that you guys uh, got this started. So I guess, Anne, let me start with you here on this one. In that time, what are some of the changes that you've seen? What, like, what, what stands out? You know, what, what are, I guess, maybe some of the wins? So I think our biggest win and biggest change is the most recent, which is the appointment of our new director, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Lyons-Black. I think that we, over the years, have determined that this space is so big and all of us have full-time jobs. So it's more than we can handle. Yeah, We have a lot of vision. We know what we want to do, but we need someone to drive that vision. And Printing United recognized that and they supported it 100%, just like they've supported it from day one. And they found us a wonderful director that um, I'm really looking forward to work with. The other big change that I've seen is the number of men that are aware of what we're trying to do. And they, just like you, you, Aaron, you asked the question, you know, what could I be doing to engage this community and do better? And I think that that's a really exciting opportunity as well to have men that are interested in what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. Honored to be a little bit part of this. So thank you. Um, So, Kristen, what about you? What about from your perspective? And and we'll we'll get to. So I wanted to kind of look at what are some of the positives right now. I, I know there's work to be done, and I want to get to that. But but Kristen, what have you seen? As you know, Anne shared some great stuff right there. Anything else that you've seen? Um, I mean, just being a part of the alliance, which I think I joined. Um, it was like 2019 was the Fort Lauderdale uh, Congress of Committees, and so ever since then. Um, I've got to be a part of some pretty cool things that the group was doing, which we used to have like the women in print breakfast at the shows. It, it was yeah. FBI Expo then. 
Um, and then being a part of like panel discussions and and motivating and encouraging women in the industry and you know because it's such a male dominant industry how to get past that and how to be recognized and respected um i i love everything leading up today and i cannot wait for elizabeth to join the group because she's just going to literally spearhead this alliance in 2023 and it's going to be so so great i i'm so excited i can't wait and this just every year it gets better yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> that's incredible all right regulators you guys uh those are you tuned in live if you've got any questions now's the time to start putting those in we're, we've got i've got other questions here but i wanted to make sure people were were ready and and jumping in all right so um i've had a chance to go do a little more research since i since i met ann and and uh, one of the things that stood out to me is uh, you've got your mission right there on the uh, on the web page and it's to attract retain advance and advocate for women in the printing industry through education personal and professional development networking and community building so Kristen, you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, but my question is, how can we attract more women to the printing industry? What what can be done as a whole to help us, you know, again, attract that, that starting part, part of the mission there? And you want to lead or you want me to go? Oh, it doesn't matter. I can lead if you want. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and Kristen, I actually talked about this um, a little while ago and, Again, my perspective is a little different um, because I'm an engineer by education. So yeah. one of the things that I was told when I was in school was, oh, you want to be a chemical engineer. Great. So your choice of career path is pretty much going to be cars or chemicals. And I thought, ah, no, that, that's not what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And I think that we have a lot of opportunity at an educational level to engage young people, um, especially on our supplier side, to tell them that their career can be something different than what they're traditionally expected to do. Yeah. And I am so excited to have found print. It's it's not even the career path I thought I was going to be in. I, I spent my young educational life thinking I was going to be in pharmaceuticals. And I drove my entire education toward that path and then realized I absolutely can't stand R&D. And it's, it's a known fact, everybody who knows me really well, that I'm an applications person. And because I'm a problem solver, print worked really well for me. So I would really love to see at our educational levels, if we're going to attract young engineers to our industry, give them the opportunity to know that print exists because our, especially our suppliers and the people who build print engines, they need engineers. They need talented young people to drive the industry forward. Yeah. So just getting out there and, and letting them know that that's available to them. That that's so that's awesome. Kristen, what about you? Um, well, I do know that Elizabeth is doing like a newsletter sign up. So we're trying to get people that way. Um, and of course, you know, 2023, they'll start growing that, um, that sure. membership group. Um, as for me, it's like, I'm always trying to give back, as I said earlier, and what can I do to better the industry and how can I bring more people into the industry? And that's mainly why I'm doing the training programs here uh, and have the university. I am always trying to get females into the industry because I feel like they're so intimidated. And yeah. I think with me being a trainer, 
they can have a little level of, um, you know, security and kind of ask me questions. And I'm always trying to offer mentoring services free just to help people out. Like, this is what, this is my experience. And let me help yeah. you walk through your, your experience too. So let's, you know, let's get you to this next level. Um, so I'm doing my part is trying to get anybody who comes through my training facility as a female, I'm like, you better sign up for women in print, you know, yeah. get involved. Um, it's going to be a really good group. And then uh, as well as for when I do all the trainings and stuff around the nation um, for other brands and um, as well as that, there's a trainer for PDAA group too. So I'm always trying to get people in as, as females to encourage to sign up for women in print. Um, you know, just being involved in the industry is the only way it's a name's going to get out. And it takes, it takes a village for us to do that. And a lot of people yeah. to um, have the, you know, the respect for us women in a male dominant industry. And I, I know we have that respect in this industry because I feel it. Yeah. Um, and so I, like I said, I'm, what can I do to, to help out? I want to be a part of it. I love it. I love it. So that's awesome. And so you're, you're, you're leading by example, but at the same time, encouraging and mentoring and giving people that leg up that they need. I, I, that's incredible. In fact, as you were talking, um, I had the pleasure of being involved as the, um, running the, the sublimation competition for a group called skills USA. And, and just looking back on that, um, quick math in my head, probably about 65% of the contestants were young women. And, and that's a, that's a really cool thing to see. Um, now I need to take that next step. So next year I will be like, Hey, okay, good job. Now sign up for this and get help and keep moving forward. I love it. <laughs> good. All right. Well, so so we need to get out there. We need to, yeah, just keep spreading the world. Like you said, Kristen, it takes a village. And, you know, you guys are, are I, what I love is you guys are totally leading by example, too. I mean, it just, it's incredible to, to listen to all of the things that you guys have, have done. Now, Ann, I saw um, on the website there that uh, back in 2020, you actually wrote a blog that I really loved. It was great. I think it helps everybody um, about your new adventure, right? So... I guess, Anne, what is your best piece of advice for any women out there to kind of start their own company? Um, I, I think, first of all, thank you for actually reading the blog. I'm, I hope it was helpful to some people. It, it's it nice to know you think it was helpful. Yes. Um, it, it, it's one of those things that you, if you want to start a business, you have to trust your instincts. Yeah. That's number one. Um, you have to realize that no one's going to do it for you. So if you want it, you have to go for it. And it's scary for sure. But it is probably the most rewarding choice I've made in my career. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, it's going to be a lot of hard work, a lot of long hours. But the thing you have to remember is if you love what you do, like I do, and I know Kristen does, it doesn't feel like work to you. Yeah. You just get up and you do it. Yeah. And that makes that transition a lot easier because you're, you're driven to do it. And at that point you, at least I knew I was going to be successful. Yeah. yeah and that was really cool. exciting. And the final bit of advice, I, I hope you didn't mind giving me giving more than one piece. Oh, bring it. <laughs> um, you have to celebrate your wins because you can get so caught up in what's around the corner that you forget what you accomplish. And I'm guilty of that. I think a lot of business owners are guilty of that. And now that um, Phoenix is established, I'm trying to remind myself that take a day. It's really important to do that and enjoy it. 
Wow. That's great. That's such great advice. Wow. And, and yeah, your passion for what you're doing stood out in, in that blog, stood out in talking to you. And, and Kristen, the same for you. I, I could just feel it as we're sitting here talking. So any other piece of advice, Kristen, that you might have for somebody that's looking to start their own company? Um, I would say like, you know, don't give up. Um, if that one door closes, you've got five more that's waiting for you to walk through. And, you know, I've also learned that because like that one door closed, it's, it wasn't the time. And because that, like, I've had so many experiences, um, over the last nine years is that I used to get kind of upset, like when the door was closed and I was like, oh, that's so mean, you know, like, I don't get it. But like a couple years later, you know, the more experience that you get or, um, you know, let's say reviews or whatever, um, they come back. And they're like, we're ready for you. It, it's all about timing. So I always yeah. say, trust the timing. Um, you know, if, if it's meant to be, it'll be, and it'll happen. Just believe that it will. And it's just that time doesn't mean that it was ready. You're just, you just weren't ready for it. Yeah. Um, don't take it so personally. And you know, that's you've got to be strong. You you got to learn the the game of sales. And don't take it so personally. Like I I love being a business owner. I get to yeah. set my hours. I get to do whatever I want. But the thing is, like the root of doing being a business owner is for my kid because I want to work hard and give him the best future that I can give him is by working hard and growing the business as much as I can. Oh, I love it. Like big high five. Let's just, <laughs> I just, I think you guys are coming from this amazing place and that's why you're so successful. So, um, all right. So Kristen, you just mentioned your son there. <clears throat> um, so single mom started your own business and, you know, you've been doing most of it. You're now a employer, but uh, you still are doing all of that. So how, how is it that that uh, that you manage that in a, on a day to day basis? Uh, I, I think I mean, naturally, I just um, accept it as I go. Um, I don't stress about things about the future. If I worry about the future, then I'm ruining what's going on in the moment. Um, uh-huh. So for me, I take it day by day and I tell myself, I work eight to five. That's it. Give myself evenings to have that self-care or go hang out with some friends or, you know, on the days how my kid be a mom, be present. Um, I feel like that's a good reset for the next day and um, give myself weekends. Unless if I have a job that's really needs to get done on a weekend, you know, they'll pay for that price. But, um, and I don't mind doing it. It's just yeah. figuring out like, you know, what it is, what's your priorities, what's going on right now. And if it's, yeah. if it's, it's like, I need something done on the weekend, be like, no, yeah. my kid's got something going on. No, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm all about self-care. I'm very, very religious. I'm, I give a lot of my faith to what I do, uh, what I That's get, awesome. you know, through my business. Um, everything I have says, you know, with God, all things are possible. It's on my wall here. Like it's <laughs> everywhere. Um, and then just the support network of friends and having their like words is great or as well as individuals in the industry like and like we can we can pick up the phone and call each other or we sing yeah. out at the show like we don't have to talk about business we're cool <laughs> we talk about whatever yeah. um, and i love that and that's what i feel like every day it's a reset yeah so that's how yeah. i i do it I love it. I love it. You guys are giving us a master class and just life in general, I think here. But, uh, but Ian, I, I know you juggle obviously a lot too with, with your business. You said opening a, a third facility potentially. So any other tips or tricks for anybody out there that's uh, going, man, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. 
I completely agree with Kristen on the whole daily reset. Um, I also try to keep fairly regular hours, although my days usually start a lot earlier because I work heavily with Europe. Okay. So I'm usually answering emails, looking at texts, dealing with production type issues at you know five, six in the morning. Um, truthfully, it's probably closer to six, six thirty. I should be doing it at five, but I don't. Um, and that's mainly just because I know that my day in the U.S. is going to potentially go into West Coast time. Yeah. So when I finish for the day, I literally close my office door. And I walk away if I can um, and reset. And yeah. everybody knows I try not to work weekends because that's the time I'm going to spend with my family. So yeah. I completely agree on setting some boundaries for yourself. Yeah. You have to learn to also say no. And it's yeah. really hard to do that, but it's going to be better for you in the long yeah. term. You're exactly right. That that no for being such a small word is so hard to say, isn't it? <laughs> really hard, especially yeah. when you love what you do. And yeah, my my customers are all they're just great people, and it's really hard to to balance all of that because a lot yeah. of them are also my friends. Yeah, because Makes we've sense. been working together for so long. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. All right. R Ramona jumped in here and said, uh, structure is important in business. It gives you permission to punch out the time uh, out of the time clock. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point because both of you said, you know, that you, you set those boundaries, but as a business owner, you, you give yourself some grace to be flexible, right? You, something needs to be done on the weekend, then yeah, you're going to get it done. It may cost somebody a little bit more, but, but just setting that structure and boundaries, I think is so important for, for everybody. And, and I love that uh, you guys seem to have that mastered. So congrats on that. Um, all right. Well, We've got a little bit of time left, but not too much. So I want to make sure that we, we get um, into some other things here, right? So we talked about the positive aspects, some things that are come from uh, women in print. But um, I, I guess where are some opportunities for growth, uh, be it, you know, the wide format space, the, the print space, but just, I, I guess, as our industry as a whole, where is that, uh, that opportunity for growth? And, and Anne, if you want to start us off, that would be great. For me, I think the biggest opportunity for our industry as a whole is going to be in packaging. Okay. Um, I continue to see so much excitement over packaging in general. Um, I also attend Pack Expo every year, um, and I'm always interested in looking at who's offering what for print. And nice. being that packaging is largely offset, there's a lot of opportunity and growth for digital, but that also means that there's a lot of work that needs to be done because inherently when you look at it from an ink perspective, yeah. it is not an easy task to match an offset ink on a substrate like film or flexible film or um, certain areas. So for me, that's really exciting to be working in that area nice. and to be trying to develop projects and, and things that could totally engage that space and change the way print is, is handled in that area. Yeah. Wow. That's great. So Kristen, I know, uh, you're involved in a lot of things, but rap mainly. And, and I love the, like, I'm looking at the, uh, 
counter behind me here. I'm going, I got to get that wrapped. I'm going to call Kristen after this, but, um, <laughs> so talk to us from, from your perspective, right? Where, where is that growth opportunity going to come in, in your business? Uh, well, I, I know like our struggles, biggest thing is trying to find installers and is trying to find a good quality installers that, um, do want to work. Um, so that's why I have the training facilities to bring those into the industry. Um, nice. so that will help, you know, like my, my business space, but not just for me, it's for everybody around. So like sure. when these people go through my training facility, I'm going to have a database. And in that database, it's going to have the installers that come through here, what they specialize in. So like certain badges, whether it's vehicle fleet, windows, walls, and floors, resurfacing, tent, PPF, ceramic coating, whatever. Um, and then I can sell that as an annual membership to the local wrap shops in our area to have access to find installers and hire them. Um, or, you know, let me, they could just pick up the phone and call me and say, hey, I'm looking for somebody that specializes in paint protection film. And do you know anybody? I'd be like, yeah, I do. Call this guy. Yeah. You know, help each other out. I feel like, um, you know, being a female in the industry, yes, I have, I have a lot of respect. But some of my local competitors think it's a little hard that there's a female presence and they're going to lose all their business from, from that. And I'm always like, I'm buddies with everybody. And they're like, why are you so nice? And I'm like, because we can utilize each other and help each other out. There's plenty of business to go around for all of us. Yeah. Um, and so they're just kind of like, Woo, where did that come from? You know, <laughs> um, but that's where I see growth in the vehicle wrap industry, as well as new product launches. So, you know, like I just got brand new Roland's um, printers and nice. they are amazing compared to my old Roland printers. I have four printers, two old ones and two new ones. They're 12 year difference. The decade difference in technology is amazing. Like it's mind blowing to get one color that was so muted before to be so vibrant on this new technology. Um, so yeah, like training in the industry, new products, you know, okay. consistently every year is great. So yeah. Those are amazing too. Yeah. Kristen, you've been talking a little bit about your, your installation training, uh, to tell us a little bit more about that, right? How can people find out about that? What, what, uh, what does that look like? It, you, you mentioned kind of local, but, uh, you know, I'm here in St. Louis. I want to learn how to, how to wrap. Can I come out there? Yeah. So, um, I named the training facility Rapstar U, so Rapstar University. Um, it's a universal training facility for all brands and all manufacturers It's accessible for the distributors. If they wanted to do a product launch a day, like a lunch and learn. Um, it's also available for all the brand reps to use, to educate people, to bring them in and we can do like product demo with the material, um, with the resurfacing film, which is the wood stuff back there. Um, Basically, it's so it's a lot of people don't know about it. So I want to do education classes where bring in um, the architects, the designers, the um, the interior designers, and then the project managers to educate how they can save so much money in their budget. Let's take this tabletop. It was oak, and I want it this color. I can wrap it instead of throwing it out in the landfills. You know, having to pay for that, and then waiting for everything to come in. It takes forever. So in one day, we can wrap this desk, and be flip over that room. Um, <laughs> So the training program um, right now has been for advanced installers. Gotcha. And I've, had, I've had installers come from Hawaii, um, you know, Texas and all over, which is great. Um, but I'm going to launch the grassroots level training program for the entry level installers that's never held a squeegee before. And those are the guys I want to educate. I don't want to be in competition with these name brands. It's not my goal. My goal is yeah. to bring them more their future clients. Yeah. So for me to bring in the new 
entry-level installers, I can help squash, you know, bad habits, yeah. them the proper techniques, have them educate themselves on like commercial based everyday challenges. And then they can go get a job right away with like a sign shop or a wrap shop. And that's yeah. where I'm at. So yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I love that, you know, you're not beholden to any brand. Not, not that that's a, a bad thing. The brands do a, a good job and we, we see that on our side of things too, but to be able to, like you say, get, get people going in the right direction. I, I always look at it kind of like, you know, help them be good stewards of this industry that uh, has been so good to us too. So, um, that's awesome. Uh, let's see here. Terry's got a question for you. Kristen says, question to Kristen, I don't want to paint my kitchen cabinets. Is it possible to have them wrapped? I have a friend who flips houses, and this is one of their biggest dreads, is painting cabinets. So yes and no. It depends on um, how many, like how complex curve, let's say the face cabinet is. So gotcha. if it's got a lot of beveling, it's not going to do the best. But like those, um, what is it like, uh, carpentry or uh shaker type style. shakers yeah those ones will do really well um anything that's like like the high pressure laminate you know office uh hospital stuff type cabinetry that's the best but it depends on what those doors look like otherwise you can yeah. buy the doors and you can wrap them and then you can do the you know the faces behind the doors but it's doable yeah yeah love it look at that educating right now so thank you <laughs> okay well let, let's talk about um women in print here a little bit too, and just kind of, I guess what, what work needs to be done, right? What, what kind of looking forward, you guys are starting with a, a new director here and I know you guys have a, have a vision. So what, what, what work needs to be done? And then I guess, how can everybody like us, how can we support you? Uh, and would you start us off? Oh goodness. <laughs> um, I think that, in general, there is quite a bit of work that will always need to be done because until we get to a point where we're not having the conversation about women being a minority in our industry, that's work that we need to do. So I think recruiting more women to our industry and encouraging them to stay is a really big part of it, Um, especially young women, because we do have an aging, um, we talk about this a lot, we have an aging workforce in print and a lot of the people that I learned everything that made me successful, they're, they're all looking to be retiring, you know, in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. It would be really great if we started replacing some of that knowledge with younger women that women like Kristen and I can pass that information down to them and continue to promote and grow the number of women in our industry. I love that. That's awesome. That is excellent. Kristen, what, what, what about you? What about your perspective there? I mean, Anne nailed it. Uh, I, I just say, like, with our new director, I have faith that she's going to do very well to promote our alliance. Um, and like I said earlier, I can't wait to help support her. And I feel that as an industry, we all need to, you know, work together and help support the Women in Print Alliance um, yeah. because it's, it's, it's critical. It's important to have more female presence in our industry because, you know, they do bring a lot to the table um, yeah. that men can't. And yep. like for me, like I see it in installers, like I would love to have an all female team if I could. Um, yeah. Fortunately, I can't like this, that's, that's a dream. It doesn't mean that I'm not gonna be able to have that someday. Yeah. Not to put any, you know, men down on that. It's just yeah. that they just are so attention like to detail and mm-hmm. um, you know, just the personalities and stuff like that. I just, I love it, but I love everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I get it. And, and as a, as a man, I, I don't take that in a, in a negative way. I, I completely agree with you. I think hundred uh, percent support that. I, I know for me and my business, um, I, I'm a partner with my wife. And, and so without her, we wouldn't be able to do the things that we do because we both have our, our strengths and, and weaknesses and, and we complement each other. So I think as an industry, like you said, we need to get to that place where it's not the conversation about that, the, how how many uh, men are compared to women i think as an industry we need to get that point where we're all coming to the table and and in an equal and uh role in equal role where we're supporting each other right i I think that's the other side of it too see i need to see more support out of my male (laughs) compatriots there so all right well um I've, I've got one more question I'm going to throw at you here in just a second. But before we do that, I, I do want uh, people to be able to reach out to you. Eric, would you pop up the Women in Print Alliance uh, URL one more time here? So it's womeninprintalliance.org is where you want to go find out more. And uh, you can actually get on the, the newsletter there. Um, I put my email in there just the other day. So you guys can do that too. But um, And how about you directly? How can people get in touch with you? They've got questions. They want to learn about ink. What They want to be a customer whatever <laughs> yeah um i'm pretty easy to reach you can one of two ways is probably the best you can reach out to me on linkedin um phoenix ink jet and color does have a linkedin page um our website also has a contact us um excellent uh which is also um www.phoenixijc.com um if you want to reach me directly you can do ann.crum at phoenixijc.com Nice. Amazing. So go and, and check that out. And uh, yeah, phoenixijc.com. Awesome. Kristen, what about you? Uh, you can find me on basically any of the social media uh, stuff. So like LinkedIn, Kristen Landerani, or if you just look up Rapstar Pro, Rapstar is one word and then pro separate. Um, I'm on Facebook as Kristen Landerani and Instagram as Kay Landerani. And if you can't spell my last name, you just type in Rapstar Pro, you'll find it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so it's got the website, rapstarpro.com. You can learn about my history, how I got into the industry, what it is that I do, and the services that I offer. Um, there, I also have a contact me, um, you know, area that you can send me a message through there, or you can just send it to uh, rapstarpro at outlook.com and love to answer any questions. Um, or if anybody wants a little bit of guidance in the industry, um, especially for a female presence. I'm like I said, I, I want to help mentor as many people or kind of lead them in the right direction. So. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, we've, we've really just scratched the surface on how, how amazing you guys are. So thank you guys so much for, for sharing yourselves with us. Um, okay. So here's my last, last little quick question. I always love to kind of, can I squeeze just a little bit more information out here? So, all right, let, let, let me set it up this way. So uh, a young lady who's brand new to the industry, they come to you in a rush and they say, okay, I have less than a minute, but I need your number one piece of advice. What would you say? Now, Anne, I've made you start most of the time. So Kristen, I'm going to throw it over to you. All right. So what would, what would you say to that young lady? Uh, I would, I mean, I always say education, training, get the training, get the certifications, learn about the field that you are passionate about. And um, it literally don't give up, like keep working hard because eventually you're going to get there and it's going to be amazing times. It's going to be a great ride. So don't give up. No, I love it. I love it. And what about you? Um, my piece of advice would be to network as much as you possibly can. 
because there are so many really smart people in our industry that can teach you a lot. They can also open doors for you and it'll, it'll kind of set you on a, on a path you never expected. Um, I try to attend as many networking events as possible, just number one to learn and number two, to meet all kinds of really smart people. And it's, it's been really fun to, to do that. That's awesome. Wow. All right, you guys. Well, it's been my honor to have this opportunity to talk to you guys. Thank you so much for all of the amazing information. Thank you so much for all the work that you guys are doing to uh, just enhance our industry. And um, we will try to get as many people over there to the womeninprintalliance.org as we can. So thank you guys so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. Okay, you guys. I'm I'm on cloud nine right now. That was such a cool conversation. And And such great information that came out of it too, right? You, you can take so many nuggets out of there. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what, uh, what you guys have, what some of the nuggets, your takeaways on, on this particular episode is. You can put them in the comments here. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page. Um, and, and just check that out. If you're, you're, tuning in on the podcast, you know, get, jump on Facebook real quick and make a comment and jump on LinkedIn or, or uh, YouTube and make a comment there. So um, thanks very much to Kristen and Anne for their time today. All right. Well, we are at the near close here. We're, we're almost done. Let me share a couple of other quick things before we get there. Uh, no five things here today yet. So we are still looking for five things from, from you guys, the regulators or anybody that would like to, to share something. Uh, so if you'll just go to two regular guys.com forward slash five things, that's the number five, five things and uh, enter whatever you want us to share. The whole point of five things is just a conversation starter, right? So what, what are five points and it can be anything let's just get the conversation started so so we're all about kind of connecting having those conversations all right well um let me let me actually start with eric here and um i I think we're good yeah okay so eric here's what he's got coming up today uh the take up is episode 135 it's about layering and reveals in machine embroidery uh building details and shadow in which he'll talk about building details, filling areas, making borders and shadows when the traditional order of layering kind of breaks down. So you want to check that out. Uh, You can find that at ericcampbell.com and just go to the take up tab that's on the top and you can get the entire playlist there, but also make sure you're catching him live every Friday afternoon, nearly every Friday afternoon. (laughs) And then uh, you can also check out Eric's article on craft to commercial in the graphics pro start here issue and also his latest stitch type for line work in the November Images Magazine UK edition. So um, check all that out. I want to make sure that we don't have any other uh, comments from the the regulators here. And um, okay, so that's what Eric's got happening. Uh, Terry, when he's back from vacation here, here's what he's got. Just one thing left on the year for him, uh, his complete screen printing business course uh, will be held at Workhorse Products in Phoenix, Arizona, December 10th through the 11th. And uh, as somebody who grew up in Phoenix, you want to be in Phoenix December 10th through 11th. It's gorgeous. <laughs> so, and you'll get great training from Terry over there at Workhorse Products. Uh, you can look for everything. He's going to have his 2023 dates up there. He may already have some of them up there. So if you'll go over to his website, terrycombs.com, and uh, then you can check out uh, all those dates, including 2023 classes for Chicago and Phoenix. Uh, it does look like they are posted. So check that out. Um, as far as me, what I've got coming up here, uh, I mentioned you or 
you guys got to hear from me about my new Volley Consult With Me page. So it is that great opportunity to get business help and support, things like pricing, business planning, goal setting, all that kind of fun stuff. So um, you can find it from a couple of different places, but consultaaroncoachosg.com, all of those get you there, consultaaron.com or coachosg.com. Um, and then uh, as far as upcoming events here, I am currently, I guess uh, we'll say it's currently because it got started a couple days ago, November 15th, the virtual applique getaway is happening. And uh, those are, there's a few live trainings, but mainly recorded trainings. And I was able to present uh, for that particular event. So I think you can still grab tickets if you go to osg.link forward slash virtual AG and check that out. Um, and then I'll just give you a quick quick rundown here. I won't mention all of the, the titles and topics necessarily, but uh, already getting 2023 together here. So confirmed for me, uh, Dax, Kansas City, February 24th and 25th, uh, Dax, Minnesota, March 31st through April 1st, and then Dax, Chicagoland, April 14th and 15th. And you can check all those out at uh, DaxShow.com. Uh, I've got three actual seminars that I will be presenting there. Um, and then in the middle of all that, uh, on March 3rd through the 5th, I will be out in Lafayette, Louisiana at the EEM show. And I'm actually teaching five courses there and uh, really looking forward to that. So like I said, I'll share more about what those co courses are when we get a little closer into 2023, probably in, in later on in the year here. But uh, I'd love to see you guys out and about. I, I can't wait to get back out on the road again next year. And uh, looking forward to, unfortunately, I won't be making it to uh, Long Beach this year because I'm committed to coach a volleyball tournament down in Austin, Texas that weekend. So I will be FOMOing all of you folks at Impressions, but uh, I will be there in spirit. All right. Well, I think we've done a, a really good job. Um, we've come to the close of another show here. I really want to thank Kristen and Ann for their time, uh, two incredible people. So again, make sure you get over there to womeninprintalliance.org and uh, check out all the good work that they're doing over there. I also want to thank our show producer, Eric Campbell. Um, he made this super easy on me to, to carry on my own. And, and uh, so it's been fantastic, Eric. I, I really appreciate it. I know um, you guys didn't know this. I'm going to give away a little secret here, but uh, Cassie was actually not live with us. So she recorded that for us. So thank you very much, Cassie. Sorry about the time shift and not <laughs> letting you know, but uh, uh, really great job. And Eric just made that seamless. So sorry to give away your secrets, Eric, but it was good. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Next week, uh, we will be celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States. So um, no two regular guys next week. So announcement, you heard it here first. Well, it's pretty much the same every year, but uh, no two regular guys next week. So two weeks from now on December 2nd, Travis Ross is going to be joining us to talk about print on demand. So we're looking forward to that conversation with Travis. So. Until then, two weeks from now, you guys have a great Thanksgiving here in the U.S. So, so appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, until then, covering for Terry Combs and uh, getting the pleasure of working with the great Eric Campbell. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and we are the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet. 
twitter.com slash two regular guys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, two regular guys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.